Hey, creepy crawlers. I'm Katie. I'm Nate. And this is Case of the Creeps. Because it felt good that there be no burial within the kirk, and that the kirk's head is not the sufficient ruin for burying of the dead, and for is doing the savour of inconvenience that may follow thereupon in the hair of summer, it would be proved that in burial place be made fairer from the Midas of the town, sick as the grey-faired zerd, and the summit bigot and the maid close. Translation <laughs> is... Because it is thought beneficial that there should be no more bears within the church, and because the kirkyard is not thought to have sufficient room for burying the dead, and taking into consideration the smell and inconvenience of the summer heat, it would be pro provided that the burial place be made further from the middle of town, such as the graveyard yard, and the same built up and made secure. <laughs> Welcome, creepy crawlers, to a very special three-person episode of Case of the Creeps. I'm Katie. I'm Nate. <laughs> and we are joined by none other than the sister of spooks and gorgeous ghoul herself, Jenna Boo. <laughs> what a lovely intro. Thank you. I thought of that while driving today just for you. I appreciate it. And welcome to all of our new crawlers who are starting to find us out there. With the amount of new followers and listens that we have on Apple alone, we're almost to a thousand plays, which Coliseum. is awesome. Good for you. So huge thank you. We are so appreciative, you guys. And this is just the beginning. Finally doing an episode on the nicer side. Figured at least after last week's oh, heavy yeah. hitter. Death and torture. Yeah. And not gonna lie, side. I did not listen to it. <laughs> we told you specifically not to listen to it. I literally felt like the episode before, like when you were like, oh, my next, or our next episode is going to be a heavy one. I was like, I feel like it's directed at me. Yep. <laughs> Even Wanda was like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that. No, it was, <laughs> it's it, rough. It was very rough. Actually, I lie. I did turn it on. I heard y'all's little, like, warning, and I was like, wow, that was a really, like, well-played out How warning. many triggers did we do in that episode? As many as possible. Oh, I turned it off right after the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't restart the episode. No. <laughs> well, we figured after such a heavy hitter, we would do a little bit more of an easy breather this week. With a quick couple of reminders we'll be doing now and at the end because they are super important. First off, we are four days away from our very first live event. Quattro if you're Spanish. Qua <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you've somehow missed it, which I can't think of how unless you're new because we've been really annoying about it. just a piece of shit. Easy. Oh. But we are hosting our first live event in our private Facebook group for our VIP crawlers. If you are not part of our group yet, please be sure to search us on Facebook at Case of the Creeps Podcast. Read and agree to the rules. We've hidden a password in the rules. If you don't find that and you let us know that you agree to the rules, we know that you're lying and you will not be added to the group. I'll cut your tits off. If this is where our and this is where our live event will be taking place on this coming Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for you guys. 
We are going to be covering a member request topic of Catherine Knight, the batshit Aussie. <laughs> All the Australian accents are going to be so uh, good. Oh, I can't I, wait I for that practicing. one. <laughs> I can't wait for that practicing. one. It's so, so good. We are doing this event solely for our listeners that have deemed us worthy of their ear holes and inviting so many friends to join our group as a thank you. And pretty sure this will be a returning gig, too. So be sure to do your diligence and join our group to become a VIP crawler and get ready because it's going to be a good one. I believe we are probably going to be opening the live video a little early so that everyone has a chance to get in there. And then we'll be starting hopefully right at eight if everything goes off as we plan. We've been putting a lot of work. Papa Bear's been practicing his accent for God's <laughs> sake. Master of accent. So this is going to be great. <laughs> anything like that last one. <laughs> and that was Scottish. He hit me with that three hours ago and <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> if I try any accent... It sounds like every accent roll into one. What I've, had, I've got Russian so far. Yep. I've got Chicago. Mm-hmm. I've got, uh, so now we're going Scott. Yeah, and I got, well, I guess Ed Kemper wasn't really an accent. No, that's uh, just mother. Mother. <laughs> also, we are still open for chili recipes, guys, for our bonus series called Chili Crawlers. We want your best chili chowder recipes sent to us so that I can cook them, we can rate them, and do some extra fun stuff for you guys. But we need your recipes so we can continue. By rate, I mean critique severely to where you don't want to send them ever again. <laughs> I was like, mom said the first one. Yeah. Y'all fucking... Annihilated her. Annihilated. I was like, oh shit. I was like, but to be fair, you guys were probably right. It like was a stew. It was not a stew. A it was definitely chili seasoned water stew. <laughs> So please send those to caseofthecreeps at gmail.com so that we can keep going on that too. <laughs> the Florida man was a lot of fun. It was a great chance for us to do a little bit more things and offhand topics for you guys. So please do that. I think that's all for right now. And we'll touch back onto these when we're closing out just to be extra sure that we got our point across. Okay. Now, Whoa, we're drilling it. <laughs> now, on to tonight's fun episode that we have planned. It's time to get spooky creeps. Jenna even wore her spooky shirt oh, to get I in the spirit. I have an anime shirt on. <laughs> I have Bigfoot and skeleton bones. I'm rocking all four. I did the here. accent, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I bring the accent. <laughs> so, it's thanks to a poll, again, that you guys were legit fighting over this time. We were sitting on the couch one night. We're like, oh, Cryptids is in the lead. Oh, no, now it's Ghost. Like, we kept, it kept going back and forth for a while. And it was 50-50 until Jenna made the final vote. I will forever vote Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a choice, I'm voting Ghost. Yep, so it threw it into Ghosts, and we did a fun little pool. If you guys were in that group, in the group, you saw that. Another little hint, hint. We did a drop of five different choices, and the winner was the Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah, Georgia. Georgia? So, Georgia. So we're going to be covering that oh, tonight. I forgot about that accent. Just, just fucking toothless hillbilly. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not a hard one for you. No. 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 <laughs> well, and then after I jumped right into research. Come on, guys, for <laughs> real. He's like, I gotta get it out. I gotta spit it out. Um, I was very sad to discover after doing research that there wasn't all too much spookiness going on here. There's a few things, but not so much. So I talked to Papa Bear, and we looked at our other choices and chose another cemetery <laughs> as well. 
which is the Scottish Greyfriar Cemetery. So you guys are getting two for one special here. That's why you got the cool accent in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Now. Yeah. <laughs> the light bulb. We're full circle. <laughs> there you go. So with all that being said and done, you all ready to pop this case? What ah, are we drinking tonight? Fucking monster because I'm sober. <laughs> I'm drinking a monster with you. It's okay. It's Monster Zero Ultra Energy. After her twisted tea. After too. my twisted tea. Uh, I am drinking a twisted tea. <laughs> I'm going white girl, white claw. Grapefruit. Ooh. All right, ready? Ooh, cheers to cheers. cemeteries. That was a great pop, guys. Is it necessary every time for you to do the loud gulps? <laughs> it's kind of a staple now. Is that your signature? Yep. I left it the one time, and now it's going to have to forever stay. Next time I'm going to get it nice and throaty. Disgusting. Where I can feel the Adam's apple pushing it down into the... I hope you gag yourself. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> 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 do not <laughs> I will Jenna die. will puke <laughs> don't <laughs> you literally look like you're about to shit yourself <laughs> okay <laughs> so we're gonna start with the Bonaventure Cemetery and cover that and then... hell yeah brother raise hell praise Dale number three looks like woo fuck tell you man ghosts are real ghosts are fucking real Fucking poltergeist, fucking hauntings, fucking poopy guys, fucking fucking butthole or something. You're gonna go to do the Scottish accent later and it's gonna come out hillbilly Scottish. <laughs> I wonder if there, I'm sure there are hillbilly Scotsmen. Poor Scotsmen? <laughs> Poor Scotsmen. I wonder if they all wear kilts. Like every one of them. They probably they do. Just do. It's it just a them. field of kilts. That'd be nice. It's breezy. I remember one time Corey wore a kilt over to my house because he was in rugby and uh, he sat down a little too fast and. There was his penis. <laughs> like, they don't wear nothing under it. Nope. No, it's yeah, that's that's how they do it. That's how they roll. But it was his weenie so small, it was kind of like a vagina. So would that be oh. freeing? I feel like that'd be really like chafing. Ooh. No, no, I mean he said it was nice. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so we're gonna be covering both of those. So the Bonaventure <laughs> Cemetery is the first one we'll be starting with. It is located right outside the historic district of Savannah, Georgia. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. The place has my heart, and I will one day live there. I, I swear on it. And we've had lots of fun in Savannah as well. Me well, and you, Jack. I've had one night of fun. And it was memorable. It was, it memorable. was <laughs> if you I've gone to Savannah, I just got blackout drunk. That's what happened. Oh, <laughs> I got... There was no remembering. Jenna got probably the drunkest yeah. since her wedding night that night. It was no, my wedding night. I wasn't that drunk. I remember my wedding at my so, bachelorette night. That yes, I don't remember. That was probably it then. <laughs> Savannah night. I don't remember. I do remember waking up and hearing it's the stories. stories. I literally only remember walking back to the hotel. You don't remember being locked out of the hotel at all? No. Oh, great. Or being myself in the hallway. <laughs> don't remember that at all. I'm glad you said it. Nope. I do remember I didn't have... <laughs> woke up butt naked. I was like, I had to fucking take your leggings. Of course I wear leggings. Yeah, no, and it was not even that. And it's you like, woke I gotta up. lay you down in the bed and you're just fucking soaking wet. <laughs> no, she woke up and looked at all of us. And she she looked at all of us and then lifted me the over covers. In <laughs> she woke up and looked at all of us in the morning, lifted the covers, looked back at all of us and was like, was why am I naked? What the fuck happened, guys? My shoes were wet in the morning. It was Jesus bad. Christ. It was real bad. Shoes filled with pee. <laughs> I do. Yeah, for sure. Still rocking. 
I do remember like walking back and having to go pee. We all had to pee. We ran to yeah. the ele- we ran from the but elevator. These bitches yeah. left me out in the hallway. We were drunk. <laughs> Like, mom lets us in, mom stayed with the kids, and then there was two doors to the room, like, they were conjoining rooms, and I guess I was waiting in front of the wrong door, all of them go inside, shut the door and everything, left me out in the fucking hallway. Twelve minutes in, we're... So she peed So what's a woman gotta do? Twelve minutes she's in, we're in go pee talk. We're in pee pee talk twelve minutes in. <laughs> so to come back. I love it. Bring us back. <laughs> Well, how about Savannah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the cemetery is located on the bluff along the Wilmington River, which is east of downtown Savannah, sitting at 330 Bonaventure Road. The 70-acre land was first purchased by an active British loyalist in 1762 by the name of John Mulrin. That son of a British loyalist. What does that son of a bitch doing in our land? Well, don't worry. He ran for his life. <laughs> I, as he should. He had purchased the land with intent to make it into a plantation plot complete with his own little house for him and his family to live on as well. He also named the land Bonaventure, which is actually French for good fortune. <laughs> We're getting all the accents tonight. <laughs> good fortune. <laughs> British. The British hated the French. They so, always have hated the French. Yeah, well. He's like, oh, I'm going to take a little bit. Like, it's like a... In your face moment. He's like, I'm going to take a little bit of this. I like this part, but... But when the Revolutionary <laughs> War started, <laughs> he and his son-in-law had fled, had to flee Savannah for their lives. They were the only British loyalists in the family, so the only ones yeah, in real okay. danger, because no one else went with them. Got all this Woo! You're in our land now, boy! <laughs> you're gonna fucking get it! Easy. The land would then be commandeered by the French and became a hospital for the wounded during battle, and probably the final resting place for a lot of them as well. If there's one thing I hate more than communists... It's the French. French. Hippies are French. <laughs> Gypsies, hippies, the French, communist list is growing! It is. But uh, the land would, again, be confiscated, confiscated from the French and sold back and forth another three times between people, one of them being the son of Mulrin's son-in-law, Josiah Tatnail Jr. That's a nice Josiah. That's a good it's, Amish name. It is. <laughs> British loyalist. He made the land into the Evergreen Private Cemetery in 1846, and his wife Harriet would be the first buried there. But alas, on July 7th of 1907, the city of Savannah purchased the land, extended it to 160 acres, and made the cemetery public. Now, if you look at this cemetery, absolutely gorgeous. It's encased in giant live oak trees with Spanish moss hanging everywhere. Victorian-style gravestones and statues everywhere. I hate it when the cemetery is nice. I it's want, gorgeous. I want spooky. The dead people living yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. I want the graves unkept. I want the grass high. I want crows and dead trees and mausoleums. People having picnics in the fucking yeah, cemetery. No, fuck Funny you say that because people actually would go and have picnics in the cemetery. Because it was considered a peaceful place. Well, yeah, nobody's for the dead. Everyone's resting in for the dead. <laughs> You got, your ch- you got your fucking shitty kids stomping around throwing on macaroni <laughs> salad while grandma and fucking Gam Gam's over here trying to rest for eternity. Gam Gam! <laughs> the place was screaming Victorian meets Spanish style. It had a very welcoming feeling. So it was a nice place for people to go have picnics. Oh, yeah. I feel like no cemetery has a welcoming feeling. I don't think well, you this have one a choice does. to be there. They have so much <laughs> nowadays. This will blow y'all's minds just a bit. <laughs> 
they now offer a Segway tour in the cemetery. What, yes. <laughs> like, what a time to be uh, alive. <laughs> this is Elon Musk's dream. <laughs> like, oh my God. A fucking Segway tour. So, uh, now this place has a bit of fame behind it too. Once in 1867, the author John Muir, or is it Mie? Would it be Mie? Because he's French? Probably. Mie. John Mie. Was writing the book Thousand Mile Walk. He I actually. I to acknowledge the fact. <laughs> I <him> Freedom Prize. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um, he was writing his book Thousand Mile Walk, and he actually slept in the cemetery on some of the legit gravestones for six days while waiting for money to be sent to him. He even has a whole chapter dedicated to it named Camping in the Tombs. I'm, I'm sure the families were real happy about that. I'm sure they were. Then it got major notice in 1994, thanks to the book Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And on its front cover of the book was uh, a statue straight from the cemetery showing a little girl with a bowl in each hand and her head slightly tilted to the side and was named Little Wendy. Well, <laughs> the book was such a hit, it was later made into a movie directed by none other than the infamous Clint Eastwood. So the statue, therefore, the cemetery became so popular, they actually had to move the statue in fear of someone coming and vandalizing it. So I hate kids with bowls. I hate them. <laughs> you can now see it in the nearby Telfair Museum of Art. So it's now also the largest and most famous cemetery of the four that are in Savannah. So Yeah, you don't want to see those other shitty ones. No, you want to go to the big <laughs> pretty one, suck. you can have a Segway tour in. Yeah, I'm going to go to the shitty ones. I want to be... <laughs> Spooked. <laughs> I, spooked. I need crows, yeah, I not want, Spanish I moss. Broken, I want broken tombstones. Ones you could barely read. It was like, he might have been a Civil War officer. The gate <laughs> like, is like hanging off the fucking like, All rusted and yeah. shit. Yeah, like yeah. Chained up, actually. Like, oh, yeah. Sure you gotta, like, racist. push on it really hard, break the rusted chains. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's our little history on this site. And like I said, I only have a few spooky tidbits on it. One is actually <laughs> on the statue of Little Wendy. The statue is obviously sculpted from someone who modeled for an artist, and that girl was Lorraine Greenman. Why do they call it Little Lorraine? I don't know, because it's long? Little Wendy, Little Lorraine, like, I don't know. <laughs> Lorraine is an old name. It is. Yeah. Wendy's more of a innocent. Wendy's kind of an old name, too. Lorraine's How, what, not innocent? What year was Peter Pan? Lorraine sounds like you're in the kitchen making biscuits on Sunday morning for your grandkids. That's why she's got the bowls. Yeah, she's got the... <laughs> Putting pieces <laughs> together. <laughs> She is now, for whatever reason, believed to haunt the statue due to... Because they didn't name after her. Probably. That, I think it's because they moved her uh, yeah, from see, the graveyard yeah. to yeah, the museum. Point. They didn't name it after her. She's yeah. like, this is that bullshit. So guess what? Possession! <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. Well, when they moved her to the museum, some weird shit started to happen. Mm. Some say they feel very they cold. They unlocked her. They did. They pissed her off. You're not supposed to fuck with the dead. You don't wake the dead. Look what happened with, the, with Tutankhamun. Common. Bless you. What? <laughs> Tutankhamun? King Tut. Oh. When they opened his when they opened his tomb. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, Tutankhamun? Use his, <laughs> use his real name. <laughs> use his government name. <laughs> Nobody fucking knows that. Well, some well, say I do. Okay. No, I do. Well, you're the only person that does. <laughs> That's not true. No. All but... of Egypt does. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say name one. <laughs> So I bet nobody in Georgia does, uneducated, toothless fucks. I think that's it's where it so hard. From. <laughs> that's where would, Zach is from. I would, I there. Sorry. <laughs> Some say they feel very cold when they're around the statue. Others say their hairs will stand on end. And a few 
Guests and employees have stated that they've heard a little girl calling out for help or laughing when in the room where she is. <laughs> I think it's because she was moved and disturbed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I made my hair for some reason. On it. Okay, for some reason, fucking kid ghosts are the worst. Way scarier. It's like I could deal with like, oh, that's just fucking shambling Fred. Okay, he was an asshole in life. Good kid ghosts are fucking creepy. Yeah, they're they, like out to like. They have motive. They were like kids the shining, and they were killed like the or died. Like, they're either fucking nice us. or they're just evil as nah, shit. Nah, I see a kid goes like, whoop! I'm out. Oh. <laughs> I feel like they're really nice to like other kids. Like well, human kids. our next story is about sweet little Gracie. Gracie is oh, another little girl. fucking ghost bus Gracie <laughs> in a second. <laughs> Gracie's a great ghost name. Yeah, well she embodies the ghost things too here. Gracie's another girl who has a statue that is at the cemetery. <laughs> and is in honor of Gracie Watson. She was the daughter of the local inn owner in the Johnson Square in Savannah. We actually were there. We walked through that square. Drunk. <laughs> I could not tell you. <laughs> she unfortunately passed you. away You were from... there in spirit, just like her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just call me Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> she unfortunately passed away from pneumonia when she was six years old, pneumonia. and this devastated... Weak bitch. <laughs> Nathaniel! <I'm> sorry? <laughs> This devastated the parent. Uh, I forgot. Pneumonia about, is from I forgot she, I forgot she had family. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> exception. So they gave her photo to a local sculptor, <laughs> sculptor, who created the life-size statue of her at her gravesite. Now she is said life-size life of her. That's kind of creepy. It's like, very creepy. Right, I need I feel you to. Like Send and she's like sitting there. on a ledge, <laughs> like, and her legs are say, crossed. Like, like it's more... one of those old Western type looking photos where she's very posed. Oh yeah, that's definitely like welcoming the ghost. Like yeah, oh, I just fit this model right. Yep. Here. Well, like, come on, it please. Yeah. Now <laughs> she is said to be running amok in the cemetery, doing typical six year old silly things like trying to play hide and seek. What year was this? What year is she died? Uh, I think it was 19... It, I didn't see that. I think it was 1972. <coughs> oh, so it was like a Victorian ghost. So yes. It was like, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Which she would have she oh, no, she wouldn't be very sure. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> um, people have seen a waterhead. People have seen a little girl in a white dress that looks just like her standing far enough from people to where they want to walk up and be like, Where's your parents, little girl? But when they get close enough, she disappears without a trace. I'm like, all right, it's time to go. We're yeah, getting the fuck out. out of here. People have also seen a little girl sitting on the stoop of the inn where her father that her father used to own, greeting guests as they come in and then vanishing. You can leave her little gifts at her gravesite when you... That's just asking her to stay. You keep giving her shit just like but a she cat. she sounds nice. You feed like, the stray I'm okay with but the wait. Oh, shit. You feed the stray cats, they're going to stay. <laughs> So you can leave her little gifts at her gravesite where when you can sometimes hear a little girl saying thank you, but nah. never, nah. never try and take her toys from her. I'm going to do it on As it is said that I'll if that you shit. do, the statue will begin to cry tears of blood. Nice. No. I, I want to just see it. That's pretty, metal. <laughs> That's pretty metal. It's like an Iron Maiden cover. There have also been people who have said that they have heard a wild pack of dogs barking loudly on the grounds right around sundown, but obviously there aren't no dogs in there. And some believe to think there is a pack of hellhounds in the cemetery terrorizing other spirits, or may have even be ghosts of dogs who would pass during the time of war. Mm, animal ghost. Mm. Nice. 
Times of War, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, you figured there'd be, like, more, like, Civil War ghosts, like... Yeah. Ee, ee, like, they're, like... <laughs> no, and, like, there's no... Balls and, like, usually when you have ghosts... Rifles, Savannah, like... Yeah, well, and usually when you have ghost encounters, you have, like, disembodied screams or, you know, sounds of gunshots and shit like <laughs> do that. Do think ghosts visit other cemeteries, or do they stay, like... I think they're locked. The I think they can't... I think if they're in a cemetery, they can't leave the cemetery. Like, a... when they're at a house... Yeah, they can't leave like the they're house. Stuck yeah. almost in yeah. that's why they're area. haunting it. They, uh, yeah, they have finished. They're business. bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're bored. Fuck it, I'm tired of hovering in limbo. Might as well just scare fucking grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's all I really found, either than a really offhand account of um, people saying that near where the Mulrin house had been, people can hear what sounds like a dinner party going on with sounds of like cheerful banter, clinging of glasses, silverware on plates, and such. But pot roast again. I'm fucking pot roast. Pot roast. <laughs> Obviously, there's no one there though, but I only saw that on like one site. So, but that's all I have on Bonaventure. So, Papa Bear. You did most of the research on Greyfriar Cemetery. Okay. I have a couple ghost accounts, but that's it. You have the ghost accounts. You found those. I have the history, and it's you could do a we could do an episode on the history of this place alone. Mm-hmm. I found so much shit, and I had to like condense it because there was fucking so much of it. We'll uh we'll get into it because it's it's old. It's, it's not. It's it's way. It's like fucking four hundred years old. It's is it? The, I think it's the oldest cemetery in Edinburgh. Holy I moly. believe so. So, Greyfriars Kirkyard or Kirkyard. <laughs> is the oh graveyard surrounded in Greyfriars Kirk and Edinburgh? Time out. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make the record very clear. This is the first one that you are taking lead on, sir. <laughs> yes. You fucked up. <laughs> So it's a Greyfriars Kirk, and a Kirk is a church. I don't know why they didn't call it a fucking church. <laughs> like, because they're Scottish. So uh, it's in Edinburgh, Scotland. It is located in the southern edge of the old town adjacent to George Harriet's school. I didn't look into that, so that was neither here nor there. It had nothing to do with the cemetery, so I wanted nothing to do with it. Burials have been taking place since the late 16th century, and a, num- a number of notable Edinburgh residents are interred at Greyfriars. The Kirkyard is operated by a city of Edinburgh Council and liaison with a charitable trust, which is linked to, to but separate from the church. The Kirkyard and its monuments are protected as a ca- Category A listed building. Oh. So which means right. they can't be touched without special permits or permission. They're so old. Oh. Like I said, this place is like 400 years old. So. so it's like fancy old. Yeah, it can't, they just can't it's be It's protected yes, old. exactly. So around the year 1477, Franciscan Friars built and established a friary. Uh, Franciscan Friars. Say that five times fast. Franciscan, Franciscan Friars. Franciscan Friars. Franciscan Friars. Franciscan <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really wanted to say French fries. <laughs> that they built and established a friary of the north end of Grass Market overlooking the castle. It was established as a burial area during the reign of Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh. And before yeah. she came in and took over, they did a lot of, like, charitable work. They, like, uh, healed the sick, like, lepers and shit. Oh. So they did a lot of that stuff. And it was, it was a pretty nice place up until this point. <laughs> oh, we took a really tight turn. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, it was uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, then reclaimed the land in 1562 and established it as a burial ground. This was due to the overflowing St. Giles Cathedral graveyard nearby, nearby on the Royal Mile, which was, it's just what it sounded like, 
It's where all the fucking hoity-toity rich fuckfaces lived. A lot of it was British ruled at this time because, I mean, if you ever seen Braveheart. Yes, I love same, that movie. So it's the same thing. It's like all the British kings and shit were trying to come over and take their land. Have you seen that movie? I was like, bitch, why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that I movie. I know you haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Get out. I know, everyone can do their eye rolls now. <laughs> I can't roll them hard enough. No, they, don't go back. <laughs> they don't go back. They'll probably get stuck. Oh, they'll enough. get stuck if you only knew how many movies I have not seen. All right, we're just gonna keep add talking. it to the okay, list. Because I'm gonna forget you. We're said gonna talk that. about this after. <laughs> okay. off, off air. So thousands were then buried there during the Black Plague of 1568. So more than a hundred thousand people were buried. There God, can people place. still be buried there today? No. no. Okay. It's, it's, it's it, at capacity. Yeah, it's it's a, it, they do a lot of tours. It's like a historic landmark at this point. Is this a creepy one? Like yeah. Pictures? Does it look creepy? Yes. A, yeah, yeah. Cool. There's a lot of pictures of this one, too. You're like, holy shit. This is like, if you think about a graveyard, like, this is what this a fucking graveyard is. Like, like, right. so we were, yeah, we were got, describing earlier. It's got, like, dirty is. cherubs with, like, broken wings and, like, dead angels and fucking oh, mausoleums yeah. and moss. <laughs> like, <laughs> lots of fungi. That's a perfect Picasso yeah. picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. It screams haunted. Yes. So. If you guys don't know what it looks like, Google Greyfriar Cemetery. <laughs> so during Queen Mary's short and turbulent reign, there was many lords buried here in unmarked graves, including James Douglas, who was accused of murdering Queen Mary's husband. Oh. And uh, this was just like in Tudor England. Scotland was torn at war over religion. So the reason this place has so many bodies is due to religion, is the wars on religion. Wow. So, the faith of the country was often decreed by the monarch at the time. If you were seen to be supporting the wrong faith, it would mean a rather merciless, merciless traitor's execution. What so, does that mean? So if you were, say, if you were uh, a Catholic and the king was a Christian and you didn't claim Christianity, they would flog your ass. There is a fine line oh, between my. those two religions, too. Yes. Well, that was Actually, the thing. really makes them that different? Uh, not much. A There's really uh, not book. that much. It's one one worships one kids and the other doesn't. Essentially, <laughs> there's there's more of a finer line on like marital status and stuff like that. And yeah, could, we could get into a whole fucking. We should. We could do a whole episode on we could do religion. A whole continuous podcast on religion. It's you never insane. Change subject. Yeah, it's all horse shit. So when Henry the Third established the Anglo. Uh, Anglican Church in England, he cut his ties from the Catholic Holy Roman Empire. Oh. So, for any of this, before Christianity, the Catholic, the Holy Roman Empire, they took over everything. Most of Europe was ruled by the Roman Empire at one point in time. So, for him to do that was like a big no-no. It was like, the Roman Empire wasn't anymore, but Catholicism was still huge. Got it, okay. It was still like the reigning champ of religion. Still had like, those faith followers. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it was like up until like the Crusades. So, the Crusades was fucking, it, it wasn't about Catholicism. This threw the country into opposing sides, with many refusing to convert to the Ang uh, Anglican faith from being a devout Catholic. So Ooh. there was a huge fucking, a lot of wars back then were fought due to religion. Uh, therefore, many Catholics died a martyr's death. So they were like, we're not going to fucking change who the fuck we are mm -mm. just because you want it, because you read a different part or another book was written. Yeah. Because that's a lot of it was. It was like, well, we're going to take all the good stuff out of this book and put more good stuff from our book. And they just wanted to 
Whatever fit their agenda. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's that's how religion works. And it could, like, people were so serious about this type of thing, it could be like, oh, well, you worship a god with green hair, mm-hmm. I worship a god with purple hair, you need to die. I'm just yeah. going to start worshiping a, every, a god for everything. Just a thousand gods. <laughs> <laughs> just a god for everything. Uh, so, and by a martyr's death, it was normally... Look! <laughs> Normally, it was a like a horrific death, like uh, hangings or boilings or drownings or Oof. fire or God. lynchings or I mean, it could, we could do a whole podcast. What era on, are we on? This is like medieval times. This is okay. right, yeah, towards yeah. the end of medieval times. This is like right the now. 1500s. So, okay, yeah. yeah, or like almost the 1600s. Kami Cat has officially joined us, guys. Fuck you, bitch. Made her presence Every known. Time. <laughs> so. This is the country in opposing sides, with many refusing to convert to Anglican faith and be devout Catholics. Died a martyr's death during his reign. You'll find a martyr's monument here in the kirkyard to remember those killed of the Presbyterian faith. So there's another fucking religion thrown into this. So we've got Roman Catholic, Catholicism, and well, Presbyterian. Catholic, Roman Catholic is... Catholicism is the Catholic. Yeah, Roman it's Catholic. Catholicism. Yeah, so Christian. So you have Christian, Catholicism, or Christianity, Catholicism, Presbyterian. And they're all the same fucking thing. They, they are. I'm the saying, same... are they not literally yes. generated from the same? They really oh, are. It's, it's, goddamn book. it's honestly, it comes down to a point of different communions too, which which really is like the defini- I definition. I say, is this of, when like, like they start all breaking into their own like little little groups and stuff? So yeah. now you have like Baptist, Presbyterian, yes. like okay. all exactly. these different ones. So now granted, this was, all that was in England at the time. This wasn't even in Scotland. But in Scotland, it was no different. And when King Charles II took the throne, he had a brutal policy about those who opposed the king and rejected the Church of England. Because England at the time ruled a lot of Scotland. Same thing with Ireland. There was a big, huge thing that was the British Empire was trying to take over everything. Thus, why we have America. Those who were in favor of the Presbyterian Church of Scotland or the National Covenant were called Covenanters. Uh, their religious and political movement was named after the biblical term covenant, meaning a bond with God. So why can't you just like, oh, well, you like God, I like God. Oh, so you're in a covenant. Can we all just you agree? Let's go... just be in a covenant. You want to, I mean, maybe we can go, you know. Covenant together. Kill some Muslims together. Covenant together! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, all this is going on, they needed a fucking, they needed a mascot, is oh, what God. they need. And they found that in Sir George Mackenzie of Rosshon. Rosshon! We were due! In 1677, he became the Lord Advocate of the Court of Charles II. He was in charge of punishing those who opposed the Church of England. This guy, I read a little bit on this guy, he did a lot of stuff, and uh, he was a lawyer, mostly. And he did this, he took over this for a while, and then they had another guy come in, he died. And this guy was like, well, I guess I'll come out of retirement and torture some more folks. Oh my god! (laughs) I guess I could go torture some more folks for anything! (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) during this time, there was a a battle going between the British and the Scottish, and it was the Battle of Bothwell Bridge in 1679. So in 1679, he captured thousands of coveters of prison. But he couldn't keep them all in the prison. So he locked up the surplus 400 coveters in Greyfriars Kirkyard with no shelter in Scottish winter. Oh my god. Oh my god. So he's out there. I believe he was English. I don't believe he was Scottish. Wait, is this the Mackenzie from Outlander? This could be the Mackenzie from Outlander. There was a really bad <clears throat> British uh, military leader in 
in Outlander that's based during this time. There's a good. There's a good we'll get. We'll get to that too. Oh, we'll get to some. Hold your thoughts. Yeah, excellent. We'll get, to, <laughs> we'll get to some correlations with this graveyard event. I'm so I excited. Know that you will like. Oh, I'm excited. So uh, he captured those. It was 400 that were left. The rest were put into a prison. So they had it pretty nice, as nice as he could in a prison in fucking the 1600s. Which was bad. Like, yeah, I was the, like, what does that like, entail? The plague was still going. Well, the plague wasn't still going. The plague lasted a long time. We'll have to do one on the plague, too. It was years, wasn't it? It was very cool. The plague, no, that was very cool. But I was, was going to say, oh, is it? Wow. <laughs> is it cool? The, the I don't history, think they would agree with you. All right, hold on. The history of the plague was cool. Because guess what? In a lot, I would love to learn in, more about In a lot that. of Scotland, the plague had it touched them for a long time. Because they were isolated away oh. from England. Oh, so, Interesting. Anyways, yeah, I know a little bit about the plague. So I can plague we cool. should cover that. I've only ever heard like what the fucking school different... would teach you. Yeah, which and there's is nothing. Think, there's like your knowledge would be. And sweet. there's like four different forms of the plague at that time. Like yeah. Four different types you could get. Some ranging to where you're bleeding out of your it's eyes, right literally. And, then, and the other. I'm sure you'll <laughs> so, remember. So, I will remember what I'm editing uh, later. <laughs> so uh, this was after that battle. Many were abused by guards. They died of exposure. Were starved to death. And uh, thought to be buried uh, a uh, buried in anonymous gra- mass graves somewhere in the yard. They were only given four ounces of bread a day. Four That's ounces? All they were given. Oh and my they were, god. They were beaten. They were tortured. They were, I'm sure, raped. Oh was, my they word. They didn't give a fuck back then. Especially, like, the English didn't care. And it was a fucking holy war, so they didn't care even more. These guys were coveters. Or they were Presbyterians, and the, the Christians were like, fuck you. Oh my god. And even though it was, like, they all branched off of Catholicism, like, to start their own shit, were like, well, we're Christians. Well, we don't want to be Christians. We want to be Protestants. <laughs> oh my god. But the thing is, Protestants are closer to Catholics. So, my grandpa's a Protestant. Is he? Yeah. So, weird. what makes everything so, like, different? So different. And like, religion. It's such a fine-tuned, yeah. such a fine See, line. See, Catholic, Catholicism... Like, when we went to church, it was Baptist. Yes. Yeah. That's like, holy rule. Hell yeah, the Baptist <laughs> black folk fucking... Those churches are wild. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those churches are wild. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, we were, we were very white. We were very white. I don't think a single black person was ours. <laughs> so, so many were abused and they died of exposure. It's believed that Mackenzie is responsible for over 18,000 deaths. It gained him the nickname, the Bloody Mackenzie. Oh, my God. It is even spelled Bloody. Bloody. B-L-U-D-I-E. Can you spell that for me? Bloody Mackenzie is reign of terror over eight years of dubbed the killing time. <laughs> you should forever speak like that. Don't tempt me with a good time, girlie. Lasse. <laughs> no. the, cover- the Coventers imprisoned in 1679 were incarcerated in what is regarded as the world's first concentration camp. So it was so bad because of the masquerades and the way they were killed and they were treated. They were... It was no It was the first concentration camp because there were so many of them, and they just kept bringing them in for that eight years. Jeez. So it wasn't just the first amount was the four hundred. So there was more than that. Well, yeah. It if he just, topped out at eighteen thousand, yes, so God, he was uh, on a mission. Like he came out of retirement, was like, I'm gonna fuck some people up, man. Damn. So and so it was disease. It was the winter. So exposure. It was no food. It was fucking suffering. It was terrible. And uh. 
Only those who signed a document renouncing Presbyterianism were released. Most died and were buried where they laid. So oh there's my just God. bodies everywhere in this fucking place. So so a lot of unmarked graves too. Yeah. yeah. Is there a possibility that people are buried on top of each other? Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh my oh, God. God. There's a couple. They're like, ah, oh, just. The heat was over. So what should we do with those? You just put them in the pile and see the bodies. That was where did you went Italian on that? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Something I would definitely do. That's my kind of accent. Your mud accent coming out. <laughs> I don't know. Yep, that's an explanation. Just put them in the pile with the other bodies. Mm. <laughs> I just pictured some faggy lord like. Mm. He has a bag of coins. <laughs> he like tosses. Sound his like the king <laughs> from uh, the Robin Pe- the Robin Hood <laughs> Disney edition. <laughs> some of them, some okay. Some of them were sent overseas as slaves, but the ships went down in a storm, leading to their deaths too. Oh my God! The fact that the years between 1680 and 1688 were called the killing time in Coventry history speaks volumes of how Mackenzie handled the issues. Jesus. In 1688, King James II was deposed. Mackenzie opposed the removal of the king in the Glorious Revolution. This saw the end of the Stuart, now Stuart, (laughs) dynasty. So that was the the ruling family. That was their name. They were Stuart. Uh, The Stuart dynasty on the throne and the rival of William of Orange, James II's son-in-law on the throne. Mackenzie managed to come out of this change of royal rule somewhat unscathed by retiring. So, oh, retired. so he went back to so, retirement. The other guy came out and he went. So, so he died in 1691 in Westminster and was laid to rest in the Grand Mausoleum. Ironically, only yard, yards from the Coventry's prison where so many suffered at his <gasps> orders. Oh my God. So, uh, guess what the name of his mausoleum is? Oh my what the black mausoleum so, so he got a metal ass horror <laughs> so he got a metal ass fucking name for his <laughs> he's like mm. he's just like ah mm. he's just fucking like his like tutu or was like, his tutu his, like, his feathered boa whatever his like powdered his wig it's <laughs> like whatever the fuck you his powdered and his fucking his cufflinks bury me with my finest answers and shoot that other Presbyterian in the face for me as you wish years down the line the place had nothing going for quite a while and as the story goes up until this point so there was an old man that had broken to the mausoleum oh god so there's kind of speculation on whether he was looking to grave rob it or he was looking to just find a place for shelter. So he goes into it and he tries to break into the actual casket. Well, my heart's pounding. Or like the, <laughs> his actual his actual tomb. And the way it's said is he fell through some loose floorboards. It gave way, oh, no. and under the floorboards, mm. guess what was there? Mackenzie. Bodies. I was gonna <laughs> no. say people. Bodies. They were plague bodies. <gasps> and they have been there so long. Do you think they were skeletons? No. Negative. They oh. were not skeletons. Oh. They were very well preserved. <gasps> oh my god. So they purposely. Yeah. Well, the place was a mass grave at one time. So there was, of course, bodies under everything. So they built the mausoleum over bodies. Oh my god. But these were the plague how, victims. These what, were before. How were they preserved? Well, Did it say? it's cold. It's underground. And there's a lot of bog in 
True, Scotland. true. So it holds so, moisture. I was gonna say yeah. so if it never really truly thaws yes, out. It never gets dry. <gasps> oh it's my god. So there was a lot of there was a lot of putrefied preserved bodies. Oh my so So like almost zombie like bodies essentially. Yeah. So there's there's that story that he's doing that he was trying to break into it. And he fell through. And then there's another one that he climbed down into a, a an open area under the tomb. Why would you do that? Why? And he was going through other caskets that were there. Why? And gra- <laughs> grave robbing. Oh, so, you're so dumb. Because they used to be buried with their treasure. They used to, yeah, they used to be buried with all kinds. Like I said, he was like, mm, put on my finest. Yeah. True. So they take them cuffless. He was like, I'll oh, fucking show him for my fucking ancestors. I'm going to come in and take all his shit. I'll fucking shit on his chest. <laughs> That's not what I envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shit on this putrefied body. <laughs> he's probably, he's, he's like, what he fucks? Oh shit! He's like, Crap! <laughs> so he fell. So, <laughs> so he, he fell through. <laughs> he fell through, and uh, so the one he was either trying to grave rob it or he's trying to find somewhere to stay. But either way, he fell on top of the petrified bodies. Oh. And one of the stories I found was that he was there all fucking night. <gasps> Until a security guard came in the next day with his dog and found him fucking screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh my god. Help me! Help me! Get me the fuck out of here! Help! That's fucking bodies! Fallen! Fuck! I've fallen! I'm sorry! I don't have my life alert! So, supposedly they let him out and he fucking hauled ass and never be seen again. So, that unleashed... Mackenzie's poltergeist. No. So, and then the other story I heard or read that was I have some of this written down, but the other story that I read was after this in 1990, I think it was. There was two boys that broke into his mausoleum. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Broke into his mausoleum. Was anyone ever buried there after him? Or I, I believe like... so. Yeah, because he, like I say, he died at <coughs> 16, whatever, and uh, so it's probably another few hundred 1600s to the 1900s so yeah so it kept going <laughs> yeah so he, he uh two boys had broke into it and uh they stole his skull <laughs> <gasps> no yeah you're asking to be possessed yes <laughs> so so he broke it or two boys broke into it <clears throat> in 2004 two teenagers broke into the tomb and took the head off of george mckenzie's corpse they were arrested and sentenced to probation for grave robbing but now george mckenzie's poltergeist is the one of the most active and evil in the city so now they lock up the tomb because too many people have tried to damage it. But you can see inside through the gate. Do not visit it at night, it says. They found the skull. They eventually got the skull back. So they thought that he would help. He pissed off Am a I fucking undead. Like your bones and stay that's, forever? That, yeah, they no, never, like... Yeah, that's they, a black mausoleum. Oh, that screams wow. haunted. Yeah. It really screams like haunted. I do too. Yeah. It's really pretty, but this no is, thank you. This is don't come in here. Yeah, don't go there. Let's just stay the fuck away. No, no, no. Oh so, my god. And that's just on Mackenzie? That's just that's just him. That he's the most notable one that died. There's a lot of no there's a lot of like uh, notable people from back then that died, but mm-hmm. he's the most like I feel fucked like did up Hitler one. like take some notes from this guy? <laughs> that's what I was thinking earlier when he was <laughs> like, talking about like concentration like, camps. Mm, I'm like, wait a that's minute. That's why I asked Era, I'm like, okay, well Hitler was way after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did he like there's, That's crazy. There's a, uh, he read up on that guy for sure. There there's a good chance that he uh he was took like, some pointers. I kind of like what this guy's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this guy's. This uh, fucking makes sense. Yeah, he's making a lot of sense. Concentration like camps, Except huh? for this whole god shit. Like, fuck so, get that out of here. I, I am, am god. god. 
But now you can visit the prison or the governor's prison. You can mm -hmm. visit. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of tours and shit that go on there. But there's also in the graveyard. There's the mausoleums. There's a lot of old school like angel statues that mm -hmm. are all fucked up. A lot of old gravestones. But there's also these cages that are on the ground that are over graves that are to stop people from grave robbing. Because oh, during the time, there was a lot of grave robbers, and they would take the bodies and sell them to a nearby school for dissection. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and sell them to a nearby school for dissection. So this was a time where everybody was trying to learn medically what was going on. And the no! Blood. Yeah, so the only thing they could do was take recently dead bodies. No! So the families would have I mean, metal cages put over them. It does make sense. Yeah. How else do you learn about yep. the human body? It was a huge, it was a huge thing. Not by grave do. robbing. But that's why they... You have to give yeah, consent nowadays now before you oh. It's very illegal to do I will <laughs> donate my body. Oh my can you lord. Like, Fucking grandma's gone! That's a grandma! I'm cashy! He's fucking so mad. Oh my god! I can't fucking believe it! They fucking took my grandma! <laughs> give me a point! His kilt's flying as he's trying to run home to tell his mom. <laughs> his kilt's flying in the wind. Boy, you're never gonna believe it. <laughs> oh my god. The fuck they keep doing? <laughs> the third time. <coughs> oh my god. So, the third time. So that has also led to a lot of the. Led to a lot of uh of the other hauntings, just disturbed graves, and I mean obviously. So since Mackenzie's grave was fucked with, there's a lot of shit that's gone on since. And one tourist gone there and said that he, they met up with one of the tour guides and they were talking about the hauntings. And he goes, "Well, that's fucking funny because last week I was doing one and I had something happen to me after I left the tour." All the people went home, and I was cleaning up my stuff. And he said he turned around and took off his shirt, and there were two giant red handprints <gasps> on his back. No. No, so thank he's you. Like, he's like, yeah, well, you don't come here at night by your fucking self. He's oh, like, my hey, God. You shouldn't fucking come here. You see what the fuck could happen? <laughs> <laughs> fucking nearly pushed me in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> There's also... <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at my own accident. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking impressive. It's so good. Like, it's so, so, yeah. I can't can wait we, to wait, listen to this. Can we have a tidbit of your Australian accent for uh, Wednesday night? Oh, give us a teaser. We need the teaser. Uh, okay, so you need a teaser. I gotta think of something she was gonna say. Something with Steve. Uh, Crikey! You know what my fucking favorite passion is? It's fucking Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Fuck Steve Irwin. <laughs> Paul Hogan, he's a real fucking man. <laughs> You guys are not ready for Wednesday. That's, that's not a knife. That's a knife. Hand me a faucet and piss off. You are definitely Australian in past life. For fucking sure. That might have been your first life. That was preview. so funny. That was very wow. good. There's, there's a preview for you. When do you practice these? I just do them. Just whatever. Like, he'll be reading and all of a sudden he'll be like, Crikey! It's like you're just driving on the road. Oh, Crikey! That's what I gotta do sometimes. Well, I'm a grandma. I do that sometimes. <laughs> Alright. They found a, a lady outside of the mausoleum one time and she was unconscious. Oh. 
And when they finally got to her and she woke up, she had burn marks around her throat. Whoa! From where she had been choked. Woo. Burn marks? Like, it looked as, she, as if it were a rope <gasps> that had caught her around the neck. Oh my she god! Was by, she was by herself and unconscious. I don't think she's gonna do this to her fucking self. No! <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest prank you've ever seen! Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone that visits is fine. <laughs> Ain't gonna believe it. No, listen, listen. I have a good prank I'm gonna play on everybody. Oh you ain't my gonna God. believe it. No, You're just, gonna love it. Everybody just leave. You're gonna fucking see it later, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's also broken fingers. Lots yes. of broken fingers for some fucking reason. Yeah. Like just yes. laying around? No, oh. people's fingers no, are not, broken. Not cut off. So you have your typical, <clears throat> your scratches, your cuts, your bruises. The handprints are a major one. The choking was a major one. And there's also been failed exorcisms. Mm. Some have gone to the end and nothing happened to him. One notable one, he performed the exorcism and towards the end of it, he said he couldn't finish because he feared for his life. Oh, So it was all said and done. He left. A few weeks later, that man died of a heart attack. So whether it's huh. related to that or not is up for interpretation. Why do exorcisms no longer happen? They actually do. Do they? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're huge thing. You have to get permission from the Vatican. Interesting. Yep. You can I'm go to the top tier. <clears throat> if you think you can go to your local Catholic church and they have to get permission from the Vatican. That's like, crazy. I'm possessed. Yeah, it's like, oh, my daughter's fucking possessed. She's been like throwing poop at the walls. And, like, walls. <laughs> saw, I saw her hover. I saw her fucking hover. <laughs> I saw her hover. She like, came at me, bro. They're like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now, no. what about your son? Mm -hmm. Can I spend some time alone with your <laughs> son? <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> what? How do you? All right, be gone, man. <laughs> How do you know I have a son? <laughs> well, except thirteen-year-old boys. We know Ooh. everything. <laughs> We're the church. <laughs> Only thirteen-year-old so, boys are possessed. So on top of all that, there were fires, and I only read it. I only read it a couple places that some of the groundskeepers. There's houses around this place, and a couple of them. There've been like four separate fires that have happened. None of these fires happened until after his mausoleum was broke into. Oh. Uh. So, whether that's related or not is up to interpretation. It seems that his poltergeist, and he's been seen here and there, and. Obviously, they the, released the Kraken. They released, they the, released they the Kraken. Released the Kraken! <laughs> <laughs> they, released, they released the Kraken. On a lighter note, something that you will enjoy, there is a small uh, cafe by this Kirkyard. Well, it's Kirkyard! There's a small cafe! Uh huh. Okay. And uh, there's an author that you like, that you're, you, you enjoy thoroughly. Yeah. Who. who I, I enjoy a lot of authors. Who, who penned one of uh, your your favorite series there. Shut up, Harry Potter. Yes. J.K. Rowling? Yes. Shut up! And it said that she got some inspiration for some of her characters from said graves. No! So, from the graves? From That's the graves. wild. So what? There is a Anne Potter. <gasps> there is a Thomas Riddle. No! These are all real people? Yes, these are all real people. Wow. There is a Crookshanks. No! Yes. There is... Um, uh, a McGonagall. Are you serious? Yep. A McGonagall? <laughs> yes. She's a real person? Yes. 
And, She's uh, one of my favorite characters. Uh, there, was a, there was a couple other ones that I found. I forgot their fucking names, but those are the notable ones that I found. Oh my god! So it said that all those characters, a lot of her characters came from, from there. names on the graves. So That's wild. There you go. That's, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I'm like, I'm, I wish people could see how excited I am. You have to say it now. You have to cure a wizard, Harry. You gotta say it. You're a wizard, Harry! That was amazing. Oh my god, my heart just bursted. That is so cool. That being said, I have a couple wild stories that I did not read. I'd like to hear these. I found some wild stories. They're gonna freak you out for sure, Jenna. Let's fucking go! So I have three of them. Two are really small. Um, well, I have four. Two of them are just little, small little paragraphs. The other two are very in-depth stories, so I'm going to kind of cliff note them. But my first two small ones, there is one claim here that says, Pre-Henry VIII, Greyfriars was a popular place for monarchs to rest, some with al- alleged sex lives more varied and hectic than Henry's. Isabella of France is buried here, holding the heart of her King Edward II. Ooh. She couldn't get hold of much else of him as he was apparently an enthusiastic, you'll love this, an enthusiastic bisexual philanthropist. Back then? That was a thing? <laughs> it actually was a big thing. It was then. a huge thing. It was, a, it was like, and it, before that, like the fucking Romans were really into that shit. Very into it. So once again, don't look up guppying. Well, because, don't look up, don't look up guppying. Don't I'm do it. it oh, sad. God. You'll be very sad. You'll have nightmares. Make sure, make sure you put it in incognito mode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so because, nobody can find that you because, did that. <laughs> because uh, certain government agencies may have some questions. <laughs> well, Red Isabella... Flag. Had a lover by the name of Roger Mortimer. Mm, Roger. And they staged a, staged a coup, and the legend tells of coup. Isabella having Edward murdered. Be silent. The coup. 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 This is the second time I've done that. Staged a coup, <laughs> and the legend tells of Isabel having Edward murdered by Roger by ordering a red hot poker to be shoved up one of the many places a red hot poker shouldn't go, burning his inner portions beyond the intestines. Is there My any, God! Is there any place a red poker should go? No! First of all. The fire? <laughs> so a lot of people say it could be a homophobic hate crime, or... And For sure, that's where my mind went. Or it's an act of passion, guys. We'll never know. Hey, sometimes you're into butt It could still be okay. the same hole. Okay, you know how many times nurses have to take light bulbs out of people's asses, okay? That's why I'll never become a nurse. I couldn't imagine having to make an ex- do an x-ray and finding somebody with something weird for an object subbed like, up the butt. Like, fucking Grey's Anatomy? No, what I'm was good. Was it, like, Barbie doll head? It was a Barbie something? doll head. <laughs> Nasty. Like, <laughs> That's just something they try to push a hot poker. <laughs> was he alive? Yes, he was alive. Ooh. He was alive. He died, obviously. <laughs> Um, they toasted that brown star. For whatever reason, though. We <laughs> made a s'more out of his ass. It's a little more toasted than I like my marshmallow. Fucking butt s'mores. Um, now, for whatever reason, Edward does not uh, haunt the cemetery, but Isabella. I would especially haunt the fucking cemetery. For fun. I he doesn't. Sure. I would be burning. I would just be burning people's buttholes. You should just go up. Everyone's like a sharp pain. They're like, oh, oh my butt. He's like, and it's reported that everybody's asshole hurts when they leave. <laughs> 
like, I'm not going there. I'd really not like to go there. (laughs) I don't want to go there either, guys. Well, Isabella's ghost does heart haunt the cemetery, and you can see her actually flying above the tree line, apparently. She is a, a flying ghost. Fucking bitch. There is also the ghost of Lady Alice. She also haunts the Greyfriar. She poisoned her husband. Why don't the pe- men haunt the cemetery? It's always the people who do the, un- the not nice things that haunt, but that's, the, pe- the husbands because, don't. It's because the dead people, the ones that were murdered... Did nothing wrong. They didn't. Uh, it has to be so that, like, or maybe it, just like on Earth, you don't pick your soul to be who you are. So when you're a ghost, you don't get to pick where you're at. Oh, you're just fucking sent there. Or Ooh. maybe she was a bitch and deserves to be here for all the fucking eternity for murdering her goddamn husband. Exactly. Yes. Sure. Well, <laughs> she was. That's what I meant. <laughs> she was hung in 1523. And deposited into the Greyfriars graveyard. A watchman recognized her ghost one summer evening from her dignity and beauty, but also from her arrogant attitude. Like, oh, that's a fucking bitch right there. I knew who that is. (laughs) He was so scared, he fled and gave up his job. He had seen enough of the ghost. She's gonna poke my asshole. She's gonna poke my asshole. (laughs) She's like, nah, I'm out. He had only seen one of the ghosts, and that was enough for him. So I heard he what happened to the last security out. guard's butthole, and I'm out of here, okay? <laughs> no spoilers oh, that, was the the night. that was the poison one, wasn't yes, it? That was the yes. butthole ghost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> poison one. So, yeah, those are my ghost two. And butthole ghost. <laughs> yeah, we got poison and butthole. It's and that's weird. It. And that's it, Greyfriar? Yeah, that's Greyfriar. Mm. Nope, I have two more. These are the. No, more. you're not gonna burn me, asshole! <laughs> you're not gonna do it! <laughs> I'm gonna wear a tighter kilt. <laughs> Save your poison. Save your your poison. (laughs) I can't do it, guys. You're trying. I'm giving you an idea. (laughs) You just repeat what I say. It'll be good. Save your poison. Yes. (laughs) That's what I meant. Okay, so the next two that I have, they're a little bit more detailed. One is from Reddit, and it's titled, Attacked by a Poltergeist in the Most Haunted Place in the World. So, yes. Uh, Let's see. Greyfriars Kirkyard, Edinburgh, is said to be the most haunted place in the world with over 500 reported ghost attacks. The Mackenzie Poltergeist is said to haunt the family mausoleum within the Kirkyard grounds. So, documented injuries perpetrated by the Mackenzie Poltergeist includes burns, skin gouges, unexplained bruises, broken fingers, hair being, hair being pulled, punches, scratches, punches. and kicks. Mike Tyson is bitch. What's up? Woo! What's up? Woo! Some visitors experience nausea and numbness, strange smells, and auditory hallucinations such as wall banging and floor knocks. If all occurred. You can feel the numbness in your butt first. Mm. Oh, <laughs> didn't even hurt. <laughs> didn't even hurt. All occurred with multiple witnesses present. So this person went on a ghost tour, and this was her claim. As you would expect with a ghost tour, the crew had heaps of well-timed frights planned along the way, and it we was were. Great. <laughs> And we were regularly accosted by spooky specters and whooping witches. The tour's big climax brought us to the Mackenzie Mausoleum, mausoleum the hub of the tour's well-documented ghostly activity. While, stanci- whilst standing in the freezing cold, pitch-black main chamber of the notorious mausoleum, what the frick? Mausoleum. Which, no. We were told the tale of Bloody Mackenzie and the legends of his ruthlessness. The tour guide also talked about all of the supernatural going-ons that he, the other staff, and previous ghost goers 
tour goers had experienced. You ain't gonna believe this. When he extinguished his torch to tell us the stories, we all waited with bated breath to see if our group would be lucky enough to experience any ghostly going-ons. We were left disappointed when the only big fright of the night turned out to be just another crew member jumping out of the dark and screeching at us. You son of a bitch! (laughs) A good laugh and a great time were had by all overall, but still, we were a little bit let down. Until I returned to my hotel room and proceeded to get undressed to put on my pajamas. As I peeled off the many layers I had I had on to protect myself from the cold, he was hiding. He was just waiting. So like, wait till I get you. I know what you're gonna do. My boyfriend and I were both making it too easy now. My boyfriend and I were both stunned. To discover that my legs and knees were covered with tiny bloody scratches. It looked as though I had been mauled by a cat. So thin and and razor-like were my wounds. They decorated my skin so regularly I could only stare mouth agog and eyes wide open with wonder. I know. I hadn't felt a thing all night, and for something to scratch me that violently under all those layers of clothes was astonishing. To this day, I wish we had taken a photo, but still, I guess luck would have it. Fake. (laughs) What do you have? We weren't left completely disappointed that night because the Mackenzie poltergeist did strike after all. I'm I'm really happy that I got the wounds that I got because it means the ghost is real. I'm not going to take pictures. There's my proof. But I'm not taking pictures. You don't have to believe what I say. My next story. Merida! (laughs) (laughs) Disney. Uh, Woo! So this is a story. It's named "My Brush with a Ghost." It happened in the summer of two thousand three. Between what a classic title! I know, right? Uh, Ooh, it was. I'm intrigued. I wonder what happens. <laughs> Do tell. Tara Carmen made this uh, made this story, not made the story, but accounted of this story with her friend Robin and Tara, her younger sister sister Shannon. Tara Carmen. Yes. It's got two names. It's got two names. <laughs> Thank you, so <laughs> they ended up going to the Black Mausoleum uh, ghost tour in Edinburgh oh, while traveling through England and Scotland on a just a, a backpacking trip. They and here's what we got, and it's a little bit long, so bear with me. Mm. We ended up at a gated off section of Greyfriars Cemetery with a row of small mausoleum. I hate this word. Mausoleums. Mausoleums on either side and a path down the middle. Our guide told us this section was off limits to the public except through this tour company. He proceeded to tell us the following story, which we've already heard, so I'm not going right, to go right. on it again. We'll wait until nobody's around and we'll sneak into this bit, okay? Because nothing <laughs> bad's going to happen when you open up mysterious doors. Yep. Um, King Tut. Woo! <laughs> King Tut, woo! The guide who told us he received danger pay said it was not unusual for people to pass out, vomit, or find scratches or bruises they couldn't account for while inside the Black Mausoleum. <laughs> The culprit, known as Mackenzie Poltergeist, is said to be the spirit of the infamous Sir George, aroused by the fearful energy hmm. produced by the night of the storm. The guide unlocked the gate and let us in. The guide unlocked the gate and led us inside the Covenanter's prison. I will admit to be to being fairly freaked out by this point. I rationalized this feeling as a natural result of the story we had just been told. But when I saw the black mausoleum we were all expected to squeeze into, I had a very strong sense I should not go in. I told my sister as much, but when she pointed out the alternative was to stay in the prison yard by myself, I changed my mind. 
The guide stood at the entrance of the mausoleum, never quite coming inside. He told us as we filed past that we'd be safer if we stayed closer together and in a group. He's like, nah, I ain't going God there. almighty. <clears throat> Shannon and I headed for the middle of the pack, but when I looked for Robin, he was leaning against a back, back wall with his arms crossed off by himself. The guard started talking again, but I have no idea what he said. I remember a woman bursting into tears and leaving the mausoleum. I remember at one point feeling what I can best describe as a mild electric shock underneath my feet. I closed my eyes and suddenly and silently repeated a Buddhist mantra my dad taught me when I was little. And whoa, had... whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea if it would help, but it made me feel better. Shannon was also mouthing a Wiccan chant. She later recalled feeling anxious and slightly sick. Finally, someone in a monster mask jumped out in, into the entrance of the mausoleum, scaring the daylight out of all of us. Except, except Robin, who didn't react at all. When we came out, Very Robin... Very funny. Ha. Ha. That's <laughs> how he was. When we came out, Robin asked us how long we had been in there. Ten minutes, my sister said, recalling that the guide had said the person in the mask was waiting exactly that long to scare us, indicating it was time to come out. Robin replied that he had no remember of anyone in a mask jumping out at us. What? I thought Robin was trying to scare us, so I didn't pay much attention. My main concern was getting the heck out of there. I felt I needed a shower. But Shannon and Robin wanted to check out Mackenzie's tomb, so they peered through the metal bars while I waited a little way away. They both stepped back into perfect unison. They had been startled by a noise, which Shannon said sounded like a snarling of an animal. It's fart ghost. I said I thought we should leave, but Robin went back to the tomb to see if he could hear the noise again. Suddenly, he jumped back, covering his ear. It feels like my ear is on fire, he said. I suggested again that we leave. As we waited for the bus to our hotel, Robin complained like that his stomach hole. hurt. Robin. Robin. <laughs> 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 like a hot poker ghost. <laughs> Shit, that's my ear! Uh... He's when he lifted. So Robin complained that his stomach hurt while they were waiting for the bus to their hotel. When he lifted his shirt, there were three distinct scratches across his stomach. Call me cat. <laughs> he said he didn't know where they came from, but didn't have any memory of the time we were in the mausoleum. Shannon and I reasoned that he might be might have been nervous in there and done that to himself. Robin agreed and said that was probably what happened. He was drunk. At this part, I be. At this point, I became excruciatingly aware of every inch and twinge in my body. Inch and twinge. A few minutes later, Robin said his back hurt. We checked and there were three more scratches. This too, we reasoned away. God damn it, why do they keep showing up? Maybe Robin had somehow scratched his back while he was leaning against the wall of the mausoleum. Yes, Robin said that was probably what yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah, for sure that was it. When I'm not going to freak out because it was no, a ghost. No, no, not at all. When the bus came, Shannon and Robin sat next to each other and I sat across the aisle. Robin kept nodding off, slumping against Shannon, and then waking up with a start as if he'd been jolted awake. Pills. When Shannon... <laughs> Your reasoningers are great here. When Shannon asked him why he was doing this, he said he was unaware he was doing anything. Robin can be dramatic, and it would not be out of character for him to play a joke on us, so I was not overly worried. We got back to the hotel, ordered three Kahlua mudslides, yeah. and sat in a lounge Sugar. overlooking the sea. We'd been there maybe five minutes when Robin jumped up, suddenly yelling in pain. My chest, he shouted, taking off his shirt. I think I may have screamed. I don't really remember. I do know that my sister was a lot calmer than I was. His chest was covered in scratches, but they were strangely... Listen to this. Listen. They were strangely symmetrical and looked like some kind of pictograph. There was a larger formation in the middle that looked like a circle with a cross on the top and squiggly arrows on either side of it. There were other scratches on his upper arm and lower back that looked like marks that would be left behind by fingernails. When Shannon lightly touched his arm, it left a handprint on his skin. The only thing I could think to do was email my dad. She talked... She, 
Her her dad had had an encounter with a poltergeist, <laughs> I guess, at one point. They communicate over email. Yeah, <laughs> it's back. It's back during that time, guys. <laughs> Let me page my dad real quick. While she was talking to her Dial dad, up. meanwhile, Robin complained to Shannon that his stomach was upset, and Shannon said he might feel better if he threw up. She walked across the yard as Robin got sick in the bushes. When she looked back, she saw Robin rise from the kneeling position and start striding very slowly and purposely toward her. Something about the way he was moving and looking back at her <laughs> and looking at her made it slowly. Yes. Very <laughs> like stalker <laughs> style, guys. Robin. <laughs> um something about the way <laughs> Something about the way he was moving and looking back at her made her back away. It didn't look like Robin, she recalled later. She asked Robin if he was okay and saw his mouth move in response but couldn't hear him. She asked again as he came closer, backing up until she hit the wall of the hotel, but still couldn't hear anything he was saying. Robin told us later that he had been fighting a strong urge to take a run at Shannon. The next morning in the cold, hard light of day, Robin seemed fine, so we got on a train bound for Inverness and looked for the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) I have thought long and hard about the possible explanations for this, the most obvious being (laughs) that it was all a big joke Robin played on Shannon and me. It's possible, I suppose, that he researched the poltergeist in advance, gave himself those scratches when we weren't with him, and acted out to the rest. I think this is unlikely for a few reasons, though. And she goes into detail stretch. about that. He's like, hold on. Ah! I'm, really, oh! yeah, I'm really committed to this me. one, guys. Yeah, guys, I'm really into this. Yeah, you think that bitch who choked herself had a good prank? Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> hold my beer. So, I'm Robin, welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so this concludes all of our interesting details on the cemeteries of Bonaventure and Greyfriar. There's a lot more. We could go in for a lot more. Longer and longer and longer. We could. We could really dive into Grace Ryder. You should post those pictures of the... That last one. We yeah. will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a picture of, like, the hobo, like, in the ground, like, help! Like, help me! Help! Get me out of here, please! <laughs> that fell down. <laughs> Boo, what are your thoughts? None. You ain't got no, I can't believe we've got all of this, and you ain't got no, it's like, groundskeeper Willie! <laughs> I wonder if they had ever had a guy work there named Willie, so they had a real Probably. groundskeeper Willie. Groundskeeper uh, Willie. Maybe this, maybe Matt Groening got his idea for groundskeeper Willie. Oh, maybe. Mm. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was great. Again, great, guys. Um, reminder: Wednesday, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fucking be there. <laughs> can't be Scottish for that one. No, you'll be Australian! <laughs> You're turning into a hybrid. <laughs> um, it's what the people want. Make sure that you guys join our Facebook group, read the rules, find the password, join the creepy side. I did chest on that one. I did a fist. No, one. you didn't. This did is a, the first one you didn't I do is chest I, scratch. I think that with like Scottish or Irish or Australian, you have to have like Fists Fist. of rage. <laughs> they're, they're so it's so miserable in all those places. They're just so fucking angry all the time. I fucking hate it here. I hate everything about this. Definitely what I would picture for sure. Absolutely. Oh! Oh! <laughs> so guys, be sure that you do join our group for that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Case of the Creeps Podcast. Send in your chili and chowder recipes, please, to caseofthecreeps at gmail.com. 
Uh, if you guys have any topic requests, anything at all, send them our way. We are creepy and we like it. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to us so that we can find all the creepy crawlers and bring them back to the mothership that is Case of the Creeps. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. I'm so fucking excited. I'm pretty sure. I'm so excited. It'll be great. I can't wait for you to do my hair. <laughs> oh, boy. Until then, we hope you, you want creeps. Can we do your hair too, Nate? Yes. <laughs> Braid the beard and cornrows. Gonna, oh, I wish it was longer. I wish I could just do it as a bowl cut. Oh <laughs> my god! Just like part right down, yeah, down the middle. Yeah, part right down the middle like an asshole. For sure. Until It'd then, go great with the spectacles. it would. We hope you creeps keep it creepy. I'm Katie. And I'm Nate. Shut up. Bye. <laughs>